Harry Kantrovich, uh, retired Master Chief uh, Petty Officer, United States Navy. What inspired you to join the military? Uh, it came from being a sea cadet when I was a youngster and having the opportunity to experience a couple weeks of boot camp and a couple weeks aboard ship and then having an uncle that was an inspiration that was a World War II uh, veteran uh, in the Navy. And as a playwright with the greatest generation, how important is you to keep these stories going? Our history is fading and we need to keep these stories going. I mean right now we're losing an average of 245 World War II veterans a day. So out of the 16 million that served, there are fewer than 170,000 left. Korean War is, is coming that direction. We're getting going that direction. And Vietnam is going that direction. And they're not taught in school. Our high school kids, our middle school and elementary school kids all need to know this history. So the Freedom Museum is so important that we have that here today. Uh, so at least we've got a place for them to come. And if I can help tell those stories by doing plays, that's what I want to do. So how did it, uh, with uh, Tom Brokaw's book, how did it all come about? I owned the books for a long time and it was something that I really wanted to do. How do I honor our World War II veterans. So I sent an email to his publisher, which was Random House, and I never heard back. So I kept emailing him, and I kept phoning him, and the email basically said that I'm a retired Navy veteran from Sioux City, Iowa. My daughter is a graduate of the University of South Dakota, um, which is where Brokaw graduated from. So finally, an editor from Random House called me up and said, I kept seeing your emails and phone calls and everything else, and I figured nobody ever contacted you, so I wanted to contact you. I'm going to put you in touch with his executive assistant, which he did. And um, I spoke to her, and she says, I'm going to send your email out to Mr. Brokaw, and we're going to see where everything takes us. So the next thing I know... I've got a phone call coming on my cell phone and it says Montana and the only person I knew that lived in Montana was Mr. Brokaw. So I picked it up and he says, Harry, and I said, yes. He said, this is Tom Brokaw. First of all, thank you for your service. Second of all, are you related to somebody by the name of Alex? And I said, that's my father, or was my father. He said, well, I interviewed your father twice because I got my start in Sioux City, Iowa, Channel 4. And he said, uh... And the most important thing, how's your daughter doing? I said, my daughter? He said, yeah, she's a fellow alum from USD, so uh, I've got to know how my fellow coyote's doing. And uh, every time I've talked to him ever since, it's been, how's your daughter doing? But, and then he said, you know, by all means, you can have the, you know, I, I'd love for you to do the play. Um, I'd be honored, and I'm giving you all rights to the play. Uh, so he says, you do with whatever you want. I sent him the video afterwards. I got an email from him yesterday basically saying, thank you so much for carrying this through. It means the world to me. So that's how it all began. 
We've had uh, successful performances uh, up at Falkirk Community Theater where it premiered and then did the benefit uh, for the Freedom Museum, which went very well. And uh, now it's 58 theaters around the country have contacted me about doing it, and seven have already opened it. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Did you think you would ever be like that when you thought? Never planned on that one going that far at all. And a gentleman by the name of uh, Bruce goes by Doc Mer uh, Norton, and I are together writing uh, one on Vietnam, collecting the uh, research now, the letters and the stories of Vietnam vets, and we're putting that together in the same vein. And uh, hopefully within the next year or two, that one's ready, and that may turn into a book. So uh, Doc is a highly decorated Marine himself, and uh, I couldn't be more honored. He's a the senior his oral historian for the Marine Corps. Wow, so he knows a lot. He knows a lot. <laughs> so uh, with the stories now, with Vietnam now that a lot of veterans, you know, it's been 50 years plus, like how important is it to tell their stories like the greatest generation? It's very important. I mean, these are the heroes that, for those of us that served in the military, we stood on their shoulders. But the World War I vets, the World War II vets, the Korean War vets were honored when they came back. The Vietnam veterans were brushed off. And if anyone needs to be honored for what they did, because all they were doing was fighting for our country. They took that oath as a military member. They were supporting the Constitution, the leaders, and fighting for our country. What more can you ask of them? And they got nothing for it, except called baby killers, and we just can't have that. We need people to know the heroes they really were and what they went through. So when you see people watch your play or talk to you, how does it feel that, you know, you're making an impact? That's all I ever wanted to do. I mean, so that means the world to me. If I have a veteran come up to me and hug me or thank me, uh, that means the world. It's the most important thing. I take no royalties off this play. Uh, all I asked they, they did for the uh, greatest generation was make a donation to a World War II or a veteran organization uh, from that theater group. And our, from Falk here, our organization was a Freedom Museum. We figured, okay, we can start covering and helping out for all of our uh, veterans that are out there that gave their all. And uh, that's the most important thing to me is that they're honored. And if somebody comes up to me and says thank you, all I can do is tell them thank you back for your service because I'm doing this because of them. And with places like the Freedom Museum, how important is it to, you know, get a hands-on approach to history? Very important. I mean, without that research, without that knowledge, those plays don't exist. They're, you know, these are the real-life stories. What more can somebody ask for? You know, I can go out and write a comedy make people laugh. I want to make people think. I want to educate people. And this places like Freedom Museum is what helps you do that.